This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only mr john blizzard <laughs> hello How how's that for a morning introduction for you exactly <laughs> i know it's like the best one i've had so far oh my god so you are in los angeles right like yeah so i've mainly been in la um i did go back to dallas that's where i'm from um twice so far um just to like see my family um and do a couple of things just because you know not seeing them for so long um kind of a struggle (laughs) but otherwise yeah i've been in la did you love growing up in dallas yeah i loved it um dallas is such an amazing city um it is so fun um food is good shopping is amazing um and the people there are just fun like i have so much fun there like just like going out like doing social things um it's just a really fun place so definitely recommend if you haven't gone yet i like dallas i see there's nothing wrong with dallas either (laughs) so when you were growing up or you know young adult i mean you are young so like were you just like a bravo fan like right from the beginning like tell me about that you know i actually never really started watching bravo till i was in college um i went to pepperdine um here in la and i think it was like when i was supposed to be studying for finals or something like that (laughs) you know it's like i didn't really want to study so i was like oh let's just see um what this is all about and i actually started with house of beverly hills first like that was the first thing that i really ever watched um and i was like this is hilarious and i I liked watching that one, and that's why I kind of started with that one, because I was living in L.A. at the time. So I was like, oh, I wonder where they go. Like, I wonder if we go to the same places. And so it was kind of fun just watching this group of women kind of, you know, do all this stuff, but you're also living in the same city. So it's just kind of interesting to see, I guess, like, are we doing the same things? Like, have we run into each other? And I didn't even know. (laughs) So that's kind of... 
when I started. And that was in season one, though, right? Like it was. No. So I started. When was that? That was probably like I, six years ago, maybe um, seven years ago that I started watching it. So I'm not sure what season that would have been, but. <laughs> and you loved it. And then did they already have a Real Housewives of Dallas at that point or that? No, was, not okay. at that time. They didn't, um, which was so interesting because I've known Deandra Simmons for years. And so when she um, started up on the show, it was really funny because I'd already been with Lisa at that point for. You were already um, working with Lisa. Yeah. So I kind of helped her like kind of, I guess, navigate the housewives world um at the first kind of aspect of that of when dallas started that's so funny yes we love deandra i know deandra really well so i I, that was my next question like i didn't know if you knew her like before the show or like you knew her before the show just from being yeah so deandra and i've known each other for a while and that's actually how i met most of the other girls too on that show was through deandra deandra is like my main like og friend um and through her is where i met cameron and cameron and i have been really good friends for years and we obviously connected on the dog stuff um and she is always really fun and she actually grew up in montecito um and my family has a house in montecito and so we've done like fourth of july together up in montecito um so it's just like we have a lot in common like the dogs just california dallas um it's just really fun and i adore her kids and court um, they're just a really great family. Um, and then Carrie Brittingham, um, I met through Deandra as well. She's um, a newer friend of mine, but she is so fun. She is the sweetest person. Um, and her daughter lives out here in LA. Um, so I, you know, hang out with her daughter. I'm like supposed to watch over her. <laughs> but yeah. And then um, some of the other girls I know too, obviously, um, like Stephanie, um, Carrie Duber, and Leanne, obviously. Um, Leanne and I um, have been friends for forever as well. <laughs> well, Miss Simmons, and I can say this because she's a friend of mine too. She loves her gays. She loves collecting her oh. gays. And I mean oh. that in like a nice way. She loves us. I know. It's like every single time I'm at the house, I'm like, who here is straight besides Jeremy? Because it's just all gays or like her one friend, like um, Cindy or Anna. <laughs> That's about it. So now, okay, because, I mean, give me some advice, John, because this is, happens to me all the time. Let's just take uh-huh. Dallas. I'm really good friends with Deandra. I'm really good friends with Leanne. Yeah. How do you handle those situations? I mean, are you, like you just it, said, I mean, please give me some advice because I, I find myself in these awful situations all the time. And I'm like, I'm Switzerland, guys. But, I mean, I imagine you've been in them, right? Oh, I've been in so many awkward situations. Um not just with Dallas, like other franchises too, where it's just like, I'm friends with a lot of people. But I think that's something that you kind of have to do is as simple as it is, is play Switzerland. Because I think what people like about me is that, and you know, that's why I'm so friends with all these people, is um, they can just like bitch, vent, whatever, but I'm never going to say anything. Like everything's kind of in confidence and some people just need that release and someone that they can trust. So I think just making those relationships and being somebody that people can trust um, is super beneficial for not only them, but also just like in terms of maintaining relationships, because I totally am that person that's like, I can be friends with this person, even if my really good friend is not vibing with them at the moment. Um, So in terms of kind of that, I think just being open-minded and not really 
siding with anybody and just really listening to both people's sides. One may be more wrong than the other, but, um, you know, just let them, you know, live their supposed truth and whatever they're saying and just kind of go from there. And I think that's kind of the best advice, just being an ear for somebody to listen to. Totally. No, I, I get it. I say that all the time. It's just like, I don't need to talk. Like I, I talk here, you know, like I don't need to like, it's whatever you say to me is not going out. Like it just is what it is. Oh, for sure. What about, and I also think, you know, real life is different than what you see on TV. Oh, 100%. And that's something too, just going into the whole reality TV aspect of it, as I'm sure a lot of people have told you is what you see on TV is only literally like this much of like, eight hours that was filmed so there's a lot more background and a lot more stuff that's happening behind the scenes that viewers don't really get to see and i think that really transpires into you know why people may be like oh why is this person coming so hard for you know this other person like all they did was this and it's like that's all they showed you but what you don't know is all the text messages that happen, the phone calls, the behind the back talking when you're, you know, at events um, and just other like random stuff that people do. Um, so I think that's, you know, another aspect of kind of all of that as well. Are you ever like, okay, I had drinks with Deandra on Monday. Like, do you ever feel guilty yourself? And now tomorrow's Tuesday, you're going to have drinks with Leanne and you're just like, I mean, you don't have anything to feel guilty about because it sounds like you don't talk, but like, do you ever, I, I, I have that internal guilt. And That's then, a good question. And let me ask you also, what's your, what's your sign? I'm like, a Capricorn. Okay. Because I'm a Gemini. We, like, know how to separate, like, things. Yeah. <laughs> but do you ever, like, have your own guilt, like, even though you're not I... doing anything wrong? That's a good question. I don't know if I would say guilt, but I just feel... I don't know what the word is, but like, it's, it's awkward. Cause like, not necessarily with Deandra and Leanne, but just with anybody, like, it's like, if I'm with them and they're, you know, talking shit about the other person and I'm just sitting there, it's just like, I, I don't, I just don't know how to react sometimes in the situations when like people are going so hard at other people because I just don't want to get involved because like, it's like, you guys are all my friends. I just like, you guys just happen to have a disagreement. So I wouldn't say guilty. It's just like, I just put in, it's a very awkward position because like they are saying like all these things and it's like, I kind of want to like stick up for them because like some things I know that they're just like saying lies about. Um, but I just don't want to get involved because then I don't want that one friend to be like, well, why are you sticking up for them? And it's like, come on guys, like just, let's figure this out and move on. <laughs> and we all know what happens when you get involved, which we'll get into in a <laughs> yeah. minute. Yeah. What, tell us something since you've known her for so long about Deandra that would like shock people um and it doesn't even have to be bad like i'm not looking for anything salacious just like no um about Deandra, i feel like i feel like everyone already knows like everything about her i'm just trying to think of something that's like i don't know i just what, like do you what what do you love best then about like real housewives of dallas like i mean like do your parents like i mean was like were people thrilled in dallas when like this franchise came um you know, at first, I don't think it was a very warm reception, um, especially after season one. Um, when people actually saw what was going on, they were like, what is this show? Um, especially in Dallas. Dallas is very conservative. And like a lot of people, 
Like, honestly, that's why I'm really glad that, like, Cameron and Deandra joined the show because a lot of people kind of in that social circle, like, never would have joined. Um, and I think it's a good thing that they did because they're showcasing, like, that's not to be like, that is what Dallas is like, but, like, they are big pillars in the community. Um, and, you know, they showcase a different side of Dallas that is more of the kind of affluent charity, like, high-end Highland Park situation which is you know kind of like what Beverly Hills is to the Los Angeles franchise like people want to see more of that and it is very real it's very raw and um but yeah I mean people in Dallas I think now people are a little bit more receptive I just know that when it first started because Dallas is very like charity oriented that people were like we don't want this in our town and you're gonna get blacklisted from every single charity and blah blah blah, blah. but now they see it as like, oh, like if you're part of our charity or part of our organization, like you have such a platform now that you can like help us make better change in the world, which I think is great because I feel like everybody that's on a Bravo show or any reality show or just TV in general, like you're given such a unique opportunity to do good in the world through your platform, um, which, you know, most people don't have that chance. And to be able to utilize that, um, it's just great. I mean, because I wouldn't, Deandra's been on this show before I've talked to her about this. Like, cause to your point, like Cameron and Deandra, like how important is it really that last name? Like, is it, is that really a thing? Cause that's what we see on the show. Like is mm -hmm. Dallas really like that? It really is like there's certain last names in the society that really are the last names to have, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, very much so. Um, you know, definitely like back, you know, 20 years ago, a lot more so. Um, but I mean, still, it's like the legacy family names. I mean, like, you'll see the Simmons name, like, all around Dallas. And like, you know, I don't know. It's just like, there are people of that caliber, like the Perros, um, you know, the Bushes, obviously. Um, yes. So it's just like, um, there is a certain level, and it's a small group of people, too. But I mean, like, you know, members of the Petroleum Club, members of Park House, you know, it's like, all the social clubs in Dallas, definitely like you, you know, if you, you have a better, I guess, recognition and better sense of, I guess, like where you kind of stand in Dallas based off your last name, especially. It's almost like, you know, cause housewives is technically, or at least in the beginning, supposed to be this thing where, you know, it's like a certain caliber mm -hmm. of wealthier women. So I would think like the Westcott and Simmons name, like to your point, like add maybe credibility to the show possibly. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what about you know like we don't have Leanne like what do you think of Leanne's exit um to be honest I I do think that she you know obviously messed up but I don't think she's racist <laughs> you know I know her um she's not racist um did she say some like uneducated things 100% but um you know I do think that she was good for the show in all honesty and you know some people may disagree with me that I'm friends with, but um, I think that she was good. She was able to stir the pot, but, you know, in a manner that was good for the show and kind of the continuation of, you know, just keeping it all going. Um, but no, I think that she, she means well, um, but, you know, she made some mistakes, but also, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Like nobody is a hundred percent perfect. Um, but, um, you know, I just, and I think that have, if she was on the show again this year, I think that she may have been able to, you know, kind of 
fully, I guess, how do I say this? Like dive out, dive into like what exactly she said and really turn this into a learning and growing experience. I get that it's, you know, you know, she said horrible things and especially about like one of my really good friends, Carrie, but um, you know, I don't know. It's just like, it's very interesting to see like Dallas without Leanne. <laughs> I agree. And I, knowing her, I mean, I in my heart of heart do not think she's racist either. Do you get as stressed out when planning a vacation as I do? Where to go, what to do, where to stay? I definitely needed some extra help in choosing the perfect spot for my next vacation. And that is why I turned to Apple Vacations. They're great. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them, and this is music to my ears, as your one-stop shop for that next-level summer vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Nonstop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. So the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 That's SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Cana. Just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Again, just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get this amazing deal at your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Yeah. What about if you had to like change up the cast of Dallas Mm -hmm. and one of these, let's just say next season, Leanne is, we're going to bring Leanne back in this alternative world that we're living in, but somebody, (laughs) but somebody has to go, who is going to go? Who, who would, if you were in charge of running Bravo? Um, you know, I would have to say probably Brandy. Um, I don't know her at all, but I just like, if I'm given the situation, her, but I would also like to petition to bring Carrie Duber back because she is actually like pretty good for the show, um, to have her just always constantly stir the pot and be messy as fuck. (laughs) I would agree with that too. That was my next question. Would you, if you could only bring back Carrie or Leanne, who would it be? Oh, Uh. It's, it would probably be Leanne out of them too. But if I could bring back both, that would be ideal. Listen, listen, John, this is behind the velvet rope. You thought you were just waking up and going to have a nice morning. We have some, we have some hard questions here, you know? I know. I'm like, oh God, I'm like, oh, all of them are going to call me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, listen, I mean, you just blame it on me. You just tell them to call me. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I mean, like, it's all in good fun, so it doesn't matter. They're all my friends, so. <laughs> I mean, you've been, like, in both, you know, I think you're in a unique position and that you lived in one city with housewives mm-hmm. where you knew them, and now you're in another. It's like, we got to pick your brain while we have you here today. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be a good season. Like, I feel like Dallas, to me, is the most underrated of the franchises. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the ratings are not 
as great as like say Beverly Hills, but I feel like it doesn't get really the respect it deserves. Oh, 100%. Do you think just in terms of like editing and just storyline, like, do you think Stephanie and Brandy get a free pass? Like, are they kind of the darlings of the show? Oh yeah, they won't, nothing will ever, well, especially Stephanie. Like, I don't think she will never get a bad edit, <laughs> like ever. But also like, I feel like Stephanie doesn't like, like she's never like put in those situations to even get a bad edit. You know what I mean? Um, so it's no fault to the editing. I think it's just like, she's just like a genuine kind human being. So it's like, totally. she just kind of avoids even being put in the situation. Um, but um, I just, I do feel bad for Brandy just because um, it's hard, you know, when you're, you know, kind of put on blast like that. Um, again, should she have done that? Probably not, but um, you know, you gotta live with your consequences sometimes. I mean, I think I've noticed that's what Bravo's doing. Like if you're not let go, and your mm-hmm. cat, they are dealing, like, I don't know if you watch Southern Charm, Catherine, and, because, I mean, to me, it's like, mm-hmm. you can't really have Southern Charm without Catherine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you think there's a double standard? Um, yes. Um, just because I was actually talking to a couple of my friends about that the other day, is like, um, but I think the difference, too, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is what happened with Leanne was on camera. What happened with Brandy was off camera. And that's, I think, the it shouldn't be the huge difference, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like, unless it's people like you and me and other people, like we may not have even known that Brandy said all this stuff unless you're on Twitter and on Instagram frequently and you're kind of following everything. But when Leanne was saying this stuff, it's on national television. So everybody knows about it. Um, So I think there's a double standard in a way, but again, I think it's because one happened on the show and one was off the show. I don't know. But again, I think it would have been great for Leanne to be back just so she could have had the same kind of, I guess, opportunity that Brandy has now. Yes. So you grew up in Dallas. You knew Deandra. That was your entry to all these lovely ladies. And then you moved for Pepperdine. Like, that's why you moved to LA. Yeah. To go to school. Yeah. So. What did you go to school for? Like, what did you grow up wanting to do with your life? Um, I actually wanted to do, um, like, events and PR, um, so, which is what I'm doing, <laughs> which is good, um, but I definitely wanted to do it for charity. Um, I can get, you know, a lot of satisfaction out of, like, doing someone's wedding or a 16-year-old girl's birthday party, but, like, it's not the same as doing events uh, for charity, because you're basically, you're essentially doing fundraising, so you know that all this money that you're raising is going towards a specific cause, specific initiatives, um, and really helping out, um, you know, in my case, whether it's the canine community or, you know, any other kind of thing that, you know, people do for events and charity. Um, but that's, you know, I'm kind of in a unique situation where I'm kind of doing what I love. Um, and it was through Pepperdine, actually, that I got connected um, with Lisa um, and Vanderpump Dogs. Um, and that's kind of how that came about, too. How did you get connected through Pepperdine? Yeah, so um, Pandora, Lisa's daughter, um, went to Pepperdine. And at the time, um, so we went at different times. She graduated before me. Um, But at the time, um, my friend Tay, um, weird um, relationship, but she is actually the brothers of Tay. Her brother is Tay Centineo. I don't know if you, or not Tay, Noah Centineo. Um, I don't know if you know who that is. He's a really big, like, person on Netflix or whatever now. But it's funny because, like, I knew him five, six years ago. And it's like, oh, now you're like a big Netflix person. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, so Tay was doing business development, um, who I went to Pepperdine with um, for the family. And she um, reached out and she's like, hey, like this really cool family that I'm like working with, they're starting a charity. Um, and we're looking for somebody to do like events and PR and stuff like that. And I know that you're, you know, really into that and you're really good at it, good at it. Um, would you be interested? And at first I said, no. Because <laughs> I was like, this, I was did like, she tell you it was the Vanderpumps like when she reached out? She did. Um, and I said, no. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds like a lot. Um, and then like a month and a half later, I saw, cause like the foundation had just started, like there wasn't even like a rescue center, like anything, like literally the offices were above Sir. It was a two, three room office, literally like above Sir. It was like a sketchy, like side door entrance. And you just like walk up the stairs. Like it was, it was like true, like just like grassroots situation. Um, and then a month and a half later, she just like posted on her own Facebook, like, hey, like looking for somebody um, that would want to do, you know, PR and events. And I was like, oh, like if you guys are still looking for somebody, like, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> and so I was like, do you want me to like send over a resume? Like, what do you want me to do? She's like, yeah, just send that over. And like, if you, it's like, when can you come to serve for an interview? And I was like, oh, I can come tomorrow. So I went the next day and it wasn't even an interview. They were like, okay, well, you're going to do like this, this, and this. And like, by the way, we're going to have our like first gala um, in November. And I was like, oh, it's like July. <laughs> like I'm supposed to put this together. So um, that's kind of how it started. It was really through like mutual friends and just like connections through Pepperdine. Um, it's not some, you know, crazy fun story, but it's just like, it is kind of showcasing though. It's like, you know, you never know when things are going to happen and just like also be friends with everybody because you never know when doors are going to open up for you. So. Okay. So let's just go back. So you're watching You're you said you started watching like Real yeah. Housewives of Beverly Hills in college. So even, I mean, yeah. you were a fan of the show, right? Yeah. So obviously um, I knew who Lisa was <laughs> um, and um, I don't know. It just seemed like a good opportunity to be able to kind of blend what I love doing, which is events, but also with charity. And then also just with like kind of celebrity aspect of it. Um, it's kind of the three in one perfect combo for me where I'm a very social person. So um, it just kind of worked out for me. I'm just going back to the fact that you said no to Lisa Vanderpump when you first got a call. <laughs> well, she wasn't the one that called me. I but know, but still I, yeah, you no, hear still, a job with yeah, LVP. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, I don't know. It was just like a weird time. And I was just like, this sounds like a lot now. And then I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> so you took the job. Like, did you have to, I mean, you had an interview. Like, what was the interview process like? Oh, it wasn't even like really an interview. <laughs> it was just like, I actually didn't even meet Lisa and Ken that first time. It was just with John Sessa. Um, it was John and I and um, my friend Tay. And that was it. And then um, I met Lisa and Ken. Well, I met Ken, like, literally, like, probably a couple days after. Um, and, you know, we just kind of went from there. And then I met Lisa, obviously. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so you, you got the job. You took it. Yeah. And then, I mean, you met Ken. So what was, what was it like when you first met Lisa? Like, you were just at work and she walked in? Yeah, you know, I can't remember the first time I ever actually met Lisa, like, at the office. I remember the first time I hung out with her or, like, had, like, an actual kind of, like, interaction with her outside of just, like, her coming and going from the office or something was actually um, 
can't remember what season it was, but it was the season finale of Beverly Hills at Lisa's house with the rosé party, uh, where she was launching the rosé. That was, like, the first time that I, like, actually, like, really hung out with Lisa um, and really got to know her a lot more. Um, and kind of since then, you know, obviously, I've still there. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, that's probably the first time that I met Lisa was actually, like, at, like a housewives thing. Um, that I actually, you know, interacted with her quite frequently and, you know, really got to know her a little bit more. And she's as great as we all think. Yeah. <laughs> she's honestly, um, she really cares about people. Um, and dogs, obviously. But, yes. um, you know, it's very interesting because a lot of people like to say a whole bunch of stuff about her, you know, online, offline, in the press, whatever. Um, but... You know, she's really kind of stood by me and she's always been supportive of me. And obviously, you know, her and I have gone through our own bullshit. <laughs> so it's like, yes. Um, and, you know, that definitely made us a lot closer. Um, but for example, it's like, you know, I've had a friend come visit from San Francisco who's like, obviously never met Lisa, never, you know, met anybody. And like, I, you know, we went to Tom Tom for dinner, you know, it's probably a year ago now. And, um, Lisa walked in, obviously, you know, didn't know she was going to be there, but she like came over, sat down with us, like introduced herself to my friend, um, you know, just was like, like sat with us for like five minutes and just like really like made an effort to like get to know like this random friend that I like, just like never met. Um, and then like, you know, we continued on with dinner. Um, and then my friend and I were trying to pay, um, you know, two hours later or whatever. And they were like, Oh, Lisa paid for it. Like you're fine. And I was like, oh, like, you didn't have to do that. So it's, like, as much as, like, people like to say, like, shitty things about her, like, like she does, like, make an effort, and she is a nice person, um, I believe, at the end of the day. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Was your friend like freaking out? Like, holy shit, I just met Lisa Vanderpump. Or before before your friends even came, was your friend like, listen, bitch, you work there. (laughs) You better get me a meeting. Well, it was funny because like he like he watches Housewives, but like everybody knows who Lisa is. Like he's not like a religious follower or anything like that. But it was so funny, too, because this was his first time in L.A. And it was also, like, his first night in L.A. And it's, like, he's already meeting, like, Lisa Vanderpump. And he's, like, on Instagram being, like, oh, my God. Like, I just met Lisa. And all of his friends in San Francisco are, like, what the fuck? Like, you've only been there for, like, eight hours? And, like, you're already meeting Lisa? Like, they were just, like, so shook by everything. Um, Which is kind of fun, I guess. Like, you know, to be able to, like, do that for people. (laughs) So it's just normal for me. But, like, for other people, it's, like... 
<laughs> Seriously, what? So, what is your official job title at Vanderpump yeah. Dogs? And like, what do you do? Like, I mean, I know you described it, but like, what's like an average day in the yeah, life of so- your job? I can't tell you how much traveling I've been doing in the past few weeks and airports and airplanes are packed. People want to get away. Listen, if your dreams of that vacation or enjoying the fun of life are turning back into a reality for you, don't stress over the financial setbacks that can keep you from saying yes. Credit Karma is here to help you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to hit pause on a good time. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or to consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals because your goals may not be the same as my goals. With a selection of options and approved odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence and you will be on that beach enjoying that drink in no time. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. Yeah, so I do all the events and PR at the foundation. So basically I do all of our annual events. Um, So like our World Dog Day event that you guys might've seen on like Vanderpump Rules. Um, I do that. It's the longest day ever, and it's, like, in the park and hot, and I almost die every year. <laughs> but, um, and then, like, our gala, which is, like, our huge thing. It's very celebrity-driven and, like, high-network-driven and, like, you know, major sponsors are involved. Um, and then kind of everything else in between. So random partnership events that we'll do. Like, we, I've worked with Jen Adkin a couple of times doing, like, fun pop-up things at the Rescue Center. Uh, we've worked with a couple of other people, um, so that's um, kind of what I do is mainly like the events and partnerships and also kind of like the social media kind of cause marketing campaigns that go along with that and or other initiatives that we're doing. Um, an average day, um, kind of crazy. <laughs> There's not like an average day. There's always something that happens. Like literally we're like sitting there and it's like 945 and like some crazy thing has happened and we're like, and it's only 945. Like we still have like eight more hours to go. <laughs> um, but um, really it's me just like talking to people, um, kind of figuring out what the next thing is going to be um, in terms of a, in terms of an event or what people are passionate want to sponsor, get involved with in terms of donations um always lots of dogs involved in a day-to-day situation <laughs> but average day honestly it's crazy like that place is fucking nuts so like whether it's the people that work there the people that are, like are adopting from us some of them are crazy <laughs> um it's just like everything about that place is just nuts <laughs> and i imagine also while you're trying to do your job there's also a gazillion tourists that probably come in and want a picture oh. front and oh um, yeah it, it's funny. They actually, like, the tour buses in L.A., like, Vanderpump Dogs is a stop. Like, people get out of, like, this big open-air tour bus and just, like, come in. It's kind of fun. Like, they come and play with the dogs, but it's, like, they're just, like, taking pictures and doing all this stuff. And I'm just, like, oh, no. <laughs> 
Well, if you think about it, like it really is kind of a brilliant idea. You know, I mean, it's pink. It's not the average, like it's just, it's accomplishing the same result in a much higher profile way and a much different type of setting. So it's kind of like why, I mean, it's a great idea. Yeah. And that's exactly why I like, Lisa wanted to open it was because she wanted to kind of reinvent what the shelter looked like. Because like when you go to shelters, especially here in LA County, like they're sad and depressing and like it's all cement and the dogs just are not taken care of and people just feel uncomfortable like adopting a dog because this the environment is uncomfortable. But at least with the Vanderpump Dogs, you walk in, everything's pink, there's velvet couches, there's chandeliers everywhere. Like you feel like at home and you are not concerned for the well-being of the dog <laughs> so you just have a better experience not only for yourself but the dog is also having a better experience so you guys are just having you know a whole better just situation of adopting a dog which is great and i would think there's a lot of people like in beverly hills and parts of la that would never go to a shelter themselves oh. that will come in now 100 percent. like they do not want to drive to south la <laughs> to a shelter, but they will drive to, you know, our place, which is literally right down the street from them, um, you know, check out our dogs, um, which is great. What about, so, you know, you met Lisa, you took the job, even though you turned it down, your friend got really starstruck when they met Lisa. (laughs) You mean you're in LA, Lisa's on the show. Like, are you the type to get starstruck? Like, you know, I mean, do you see, I would, you know, just there's certain people that are not the type and other people and if yeah. you are, like, who who would you get starstruck if they walked into Vanderpump Dogs and talked to you? Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't really get too starstruck. I think with certain people, probably more so than others. Like, if I saw, I'm trying to think of who, like, I don't know, like, act, not, like, actual celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, like A-list people. Like, if Jennifer Aniston or, like, somebody like that, like, walked into Vanderpump Dogs, I'd be like, oh hello like like yeah um, but you know honestly it's just like I feel like just because I've grown up kind of like in this whole like weird environment where I'm constantly around people that are quote-unquote like famous or like celebrity or whatever I don't really like get too like freaked out about it um but you know we've had a lot of um people come into Amanda from Dogs and even like you know big celebrities that have like adopted like Christina Applegate like she has adopted a dog from us met her um and like she's a great person um people from like will and grace have adopted um from us Mm -hmm. um so i mean like there's big like people that have like come in and like um you know either have adopted or just like come in like reese witherspoon was in there one time um so i mean like there's like people um the kardashians have been there i mean they're the kardashians but i mean they're still the kardashians (laughs) so well, um, no, the Kardashians are like, let me bow down and just take yeah, a moment. Exactly. Have you ever had a moment where someone's just like, so nice, like any funny stories or just like someone was rude and you're just like, oh. Um, you know, actually someone, well, just to bring it back to Bravo really quick is like somebody that was surprising. Well, not surprising. I shouldn't say that. But someone that was super nice was actually Katie Rost uh, for Potomac. Um, really? She, yeah, she came into Vanderpump Dogs. She was dating some guy here at the time, and they um, adopted a dog together. Um, and it was funny because, like, I was like, I walked downstairs because my like desk and little office space is upstairs, and I walked downstairs. I like, didn't even know she was there, and um, I was like, 
is that Katie from Potomac? And I was like, there's like, why would she be here? Like, I'm so confused. Cause I didn't know that she was living in LA part-time. Um, yeah. And um, I like walked downstairs and um, we like, you know, said hello did whatever. Um, and she like recognized who I was and she just was like super nice. And we just had like a great conversation and, you know, kind of showed her some dogs. Um, but it was just like super interesting just because again, like, you just see a lot of people on TV and you don't really know who the real like person is behind what you see on TV sometimes. Um, so I'm just kind of like, again, not pleasantly surprised, but I was just like, so like, cause you know, sometimes housewives can be a little bit diva ish and a little, <laughs> a little extra, but Katie sometimes so worse nice. than the A-list celebrities. Exactly. <laughs> but Katie was so nice, so genuine. And she really like, I don't know. And for me, it's like, she really cared about like the dogs and she was really like wanting to get a dog. They did get one. Um, and so for me, it was just like, it was very interesting. And like, she like, you know, never even made it known that, you know, like, Oh, I'm on Potomac or I'm, you know, on Bravo or whatever. It's like, she was just like a normal person just wanting to get a dog. And I think that was like, so cool. Um, on the flip side, <laughs> there's like some disgusting people out there. Um, nobody like on Bravo that's well, one person, but we don't talk about her. But one person that like, but like sometimes people just like are assholes, like with their dogs. Um, and like, you know, one time like we had like a husky literally just like chained to our front door. Like we got there in the morning and there's like just like a husky with a bag of food and just like chained to the front door. And it's like, okay, like, and wow. like this dog was like fully trained too, like was potty trained, everything. Like these people spent time, money, and effort on this dog. And, you know, they just dropped him. So, um, you know. It, just some random person. Like, you just showed up for work and the husky was there. Yeah, literally. So, I mean, like, there's good people in the world, but there's also people like that. So, there's also people that drop dogs off at kill shelters that have adopted from us. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. <laughs> Who's the person from Bravo that you don't want to talk about? Doree. <laughs> I assume so. Okay. Hold that, hold that thought for 10 seconds. Okay. What about Vanderpump Rules, like the show? Like, what do you think yeah. of that? Like, were you, um, do, I mean, you live right there. I mean, this is your life. Yeah. Like, and like, I know, you know, I know all of them. Um, and so, I don't know, it's tough. I think that, I think that they should do a spinoff of everybody that's original and like having babies i do think that people would actually be interested in that and also like no offense to jacks like i love him and Brittany, but like, i just think it'd be so funny to see like Brittany and jacks like with a baby like trying to navigate that whole situation like i just think that would be like such great entertainment and such great tv to be able to just watch you know all these people that you know for 10 years that everyone's been watching them like you know throw drinks slap each other like sleep with everybody in like a two mile radius like you know what i mean it's just like and now all of a sudden it's like they have a home and they have a baby like they are now responsible like jacks taylor is now responsible for a human life like that's like in itself like great <laughs> but um in terms of like continuing it continuing it on the way that it is um you know i don't know um you know, most of them, like, you know, people that are still there, like, they're not, they don't work at CERT necessarily all the time anymore. Um, 
It's just people have grown. And I think that's what's made Vanderpump Rules such a unique show is it wasn't just a whole bunch of people that were like casted and put together. Like these people knew each other for years um, and they had deep relationships. And I think that what makes Vanderpump Rules such a success is it was authentic. It was authentic um, and it was real and it was raw. And it wasn't just like some casting producer put out a casting you know, call and they just like threw all these people together to work at a restaurant. Um, so, you know, I don't know what the best kind of answer is for that. Um, um, but I think it could be good. But I think just doing something separate with everybody that people already kind of know would be a great opportunity um, for just all of them. Do you think they should have done two shows last year? Because, I mean, everyone says last year is where it went off the rails. Yeah, um, I think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a good segue. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what an interesting group of people what about the whole like tom tom spinoff yeah i like think that idea? Good I, um i i don't i'm to be honest i haven't heard of them even wanting to necessarily like do that i know everybody talks about it same with the vegas spinoff um i think tom tom spinoff would be a fun thing just if they focus on tom tom ariana and katie because i think all of them are great people and i would really like to see kind of the fruits of their labor be showcased. Um, you know, they've, they are business owners. <laughs> um, and TomTom's a great place. I, I actually, like, it's my, like, favorite out of all of them. Um, really? The food is amazing. Yeah, the food's amazing. Um, drinks are really good. Um, I just, like, the atmosphere there is really cool. Um, I just don't know. Um, and, the, and the staff there is actually, like, pretty cool, too. Um, you know, I know a lot of them there, too. Um, but, yeah. What about, like, when Stassi and Kristen were let go? Were you shocked? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think because I feel like Bravo has never really, like, done that before. Like, they've never really, like, fully reprimanded somebody for saying, you know, stupid stuff. Um, obviously, we're in a different time now, you know. But, like, even looking back, I mean, you can look back at different Housewives franchises or other shows on Bravo eight, ten years ago, and they were saying... Like, looking back, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, you said that? Um, but we're in a different time. Um, and, you know, especially with Stassi. Like, Stassi is, like, a pillar of Vanderpump Rules. And for her to be let go, um, I was kind of shocked. Um, but, you know, I think it's a learning experience for everybody. Um, and just, you know, to be more mindful and more conscious about, you know, what kind of you're saying and what you're posting and everything like that. What about were you shocked when Brittany and Jax were let go? Um, yes and no, just because I think that, I think everybody kind of knew it was coming. Um, so I wasn't shocked when it happened. I was just kind of more confused as to why it took so long. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they got rid of Stassi and Kristen. Like, I don't even remember. Like, COVID timeline, it's all messed up. Trust me, I get it. I don't remember either. But it's like, whenever they got let go, it's like, why, like, why'd they get let go of them? And then, like, not jacks. I don't know. It was just, like, confusing to me. Um, but, um, like I said, like, I hope that they have other opportunities, and I think they will, um, because I think that, you know, they definitely deserve, you know, other opportunities. Um, right. But, you know, people are interested still. Um, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> what about, like, did you hear, like, did any, like, one at Vanderpump Dogs, like, hear from Lisa? Like, when, I mean, that must have been hard for her like when all this was going on um, because like you say, she is a nice person. 
Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was trying to think. I can't even remember. Um, I don't know. I just, like, I didn't really want to, like, even, like, discuss it with anybody just because I was a little bit, like, this is, like, a sensitive subject and I didn't want to, like, get involved. <laughs> um, but I know, like, just a band from Dogs, like, we all talked about it. Like, just, like, all of us did collectively um, just because, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it was, like, bad what they were saying. So, um, I don't know. Well, speaking of Lisa Vanderpump TV shows, were you... How happy on a scale from one to 10 were you that this past season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills central drama did not involve you or anything regarding you or Vanderpump Dogs? Oh my God. So relieved and so happy. But like, yeah, I mean, it's so funny that like, I don't know. It's just like, even still like people come up to me and talk to me about like the puppies, like about Lucy, 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 Apple Juicy situation. So like, it's just like, it's kind of crazy. Like, at one point, I was literally one of, like, the top trending topics on Twitter. And, like, I had, like, random, not random, I had, like, people, like, certain people texting me. Like, I had, like, like Ariana from Vanderpump Rules texting me. She was like, why are you the number one trending topic? Because, like, she had no idea what was going on. Because, like, nobody really knew what had happened except for, like, a core group of people. Um, and I was like, don't, like, don't even, like, it's a mess. Um, it was just, like, very interesting to be kind of, like, thrown into this just as, like, a general thing, I guess. Um, like, literally, it's like, I don't know, it's weird, because I know a lot of people, but a lot of people don't know me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it was just very interesting to be able to be, like, literally thrown onto, like, a national stage, like, literally overnight. Like, I was, for, like, a while, like, I was on, I was in every single news outlet, like, print and digital. Mm -hmm. I was like, why are we in Us Weekly print? Like, this is stupid. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. It's going to be Erica this season. Um, That's, like, the problem with Beverly Hills is, like, for the past couple of seasons, they just pick some one person and all gang up on that person. It's not fun. It's not exciting. Um, and it's honestly just, I mean, it's mean, like they're mean girls. Um, just like, I don't know, people hide a lot of stuff about their own lives. So then they attach everything into one situation so they can avoid talking about whatever's going on in their life. Um, which I think is why like the puppy gate situation went on for so long because nobody wanted to talk about what was actually happening in their own lives. And they just wanted to cling on to this story um, and really kind of, you know, deal with that it's a weird franchise it's like the only franchise at least for the past few years where it's one storyline takes over the entire season and everything else is so b-roll although potomac just had the same thing but it's still strange yeah and i think what was interesting too especially with the puppy gate situation is this all happened like right out the gate like it wasn't like you know, they had already been filming for three weeks and something happened. Like, it was literally, like, the first week of filming, all this shit went down, um, which was kind of crazy because it, I don't know, it just kind of threw off the entire season. I take it that you, well, who who do you think was the best? Well, first, are you sorry to see uh, Denise go? And who do you think yeah. was a better addition, Garcelle or Sutton? Um, I, I think... I think both were good, but um, I think Sutton, just because she's so funny and so quirky, and um, I don't know, I just, I like her, and I think that she's such, like, a 
interesting person. Um, but I've never met her. <laughs> I did go on a date with one of her assistants on accident once, but that's like to the extent of that I know her. <laughs> well, that's so. a connection. What, you just were on a date and somehow it came out, well, I'm at Vanderpump Dogs while well, I'm Sutton's assistant. Yeah, it was actually really funny because like normally, obviously I ask like, oh, what do you do for work? Whatever, but it was like, right when like stuff had just opened up and I was like, oh my gosh, like human contact, I don't care. Um, and so um, I, think, I think it was like on Bumble or something, I don't even remember. Like we matched and he just said that he was like um, an assistant slash like estate manager. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And so we went to brunch and he was like, hold on, like I have to like give something uh, to my boss's driver. She just landed from, um, like coming in from out of town and um I was like oh haha no worries and he was like oh yeah haha life of a housewife and I was like oh that's funny like who do you work and then I was like thinking I was like oh who do you work for because like you know people just say that like yeah like because like in my head it's like I should know who you are because like I know everybody like it's a very incestuous circle of people like everybody knows everybody and everybody's like world I guess within housewives Beverly Hills and so I was like, I don't know who this kid is. Like, I don't know you. So like, and then it's because he was like, oh yeah, like I work for Sutton. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm with Lisa. Because like, since it was, she was like new or whatever, like I hadn't, and he's not, he started like working with her after the show went wrap. So he's not on the show. He's not anything. Right. Um, and so it was just funny. I was like, like, why did this happen to me? Like out of all people in LA, I happen to be on a date with like Sutton's like, one of Sutton's assistants. Like, this is, like, such a small world. <laughs> Seriously. Who, who's your favorite? I mean, you've already made a comment about Dorit. So out of who's there now, who's your favorite housewife? Um, we have Kyle. We have Garcelle. We have Sutton. Rina, um, Dorit, Erica. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. <laughs> I mean, out of all of them, I guess Sutton or Garcelle, just because, like, I really have, like, no connection with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, personal connection. Um, and I think that they're good for the show. Um, but honestly, the rest of them, like, I just, I don't necessarily enjoy. They may be good people, but I don't know. Just, like, the way that they just, like, handled situations with Lisa and I, like, I just don't really appreciate. <laughs> so That's very fair. What about, are you shocked at all this stuff? That, I mean, every day it changes with Erica and Tom. Like, this is a yeah. big deal. It's very, it's like, it's bad. Like, a lot of, like, you know, it's like, it's like Teresa Judice level, like, bad. Like, say, like, it's gonna like, be, I think it's going to be bigger than that. I really do. I mean, what do like, I know? But I, I really do. Well, the problem is, well, why it's going to be bigger is because, like, they were basically taking money from other, like, like, plane crash victims like it's a whole another level of like embezzlement and like kind of like shady fraudulent activity like they're not just like not paying their taxes or like doing all this stuff like they're literally taking money from people um granted i don't know how much erica knew so you know i don't know i can't blame anything on anybody but it's just like a very unfortunate situation that they're in you know i don't know i just think it's a crazy situation and like I, it's like when the LA Times is writing like huge articles about you, it's a, it's a situation. Kind of. And I mean, we all know Erica doesn't, like to your point, there's a lot of Beverly Hills housewives that don't really want to share their real lives. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming for Erica. People think I come for her all the time, but I'm just saying she, 
doesn't go out of her way to share things. Yeah. I mean, I, do I even need to ask, are you sad to see Teddy go? Um, well, the answer to this question is quite interesting. Um, we're about to get into it. John's current relationship with Teddy, what he thinks about Teddy, some current RHOBH chat. We talk about Lisa and Ken. We get an update on Vanderpump Dogs. We are about to get into it all. Part two to this epic chat with John Blizzard is coming very, and I mean very, very soon. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.